2: Coming to you live from atop the Golden Rod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only Puckle TCG Cast!
1: Hello, hello, Pokalonians, and welcome to episode 40, yes, 4-0 of the Puckle TCG Cast. I can't believe we're already at the 40 number really rapidly growing up to 50 I can't wait for that but uh before that of course I am Lord Jeshir, your host here in the Puckle TCG cast and Puckle of course stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League a nonsensical name our fearlessly that that came up with regardless of how many times he tries to blame one of us that we did um, and we have a great show for you tonight. We are going to discuss the amazing cars coming up in the set in February. Ultra Prism. These cars are way amazing and we just cannot wait to discuss them before, uh, 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 to, till our review episode. We just have to tackle them right now and see, uh, what this could mean for the meta going forward. But before we go forward, let's go back because we're going to, in Topical Beach, we are going to discuss the London International Championship that happened about two or three weeks ago. Uh, we have some amazing results from that and some great decks, which definitely are showing that the meta and standard art is just absolutely amazing. And it's great time to play Pokemon TCG. But before all of that, let's introduce our amazing co-host. We. Shall start with, some say that he's the only man alive that can plug a USB drive without turning it on first try. It's basket.
2: Okay, that's absolutely not true. It takes me <laughs> so, many tries, so many tries to get that thing in there. It happened just now when we were starting recording with my mic. So it's,
1: Yeah, you plug it in. It didn't work. You unplug it, you turn it, you try to plug it in, doesn't work again. And then you unplug it, you turn it once to the original, put it in, and now it works.
3: That's because exactly for
1: whatever reason, USB works that way. <laughs> uh, but we'll let, we'll leave that to a USB drive uh, podcast. Because we're going to continue on with some say that he can actually plug a wired headphone on an iPhone 7. It's R-Sigma.
0: You know, it takes a lot of work to mod those odd iPhone 7s to get that to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> to mention,
2: probably... Know. Yeah, you uh... need a drill. Just drill it right in the bottom and there you go. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that's how Hey, that's how YouTube says If Facebook says that's the way it is, that's the way it is. Who am I to argue the internet? It's always right. Now, <laughs> oh, guys, I uh, want to ask you guys, what have you guys been up to in Pokemon TCG? Uh, Baska, let's start with you. What have you been up to?
2: So, unfortunately, I'm coming into this completely in the dark. Um, really, I'm excited that's good about though. It because um, you guys are saying this is a great set. I haven't had a chance to look at it because I took a uh, um, basically a week-long vacation to go see my parents in Kentucky for Thanksgiving, and that was a lot of fun. Nice. Um, but uh, um, yeah, so coming back, I ended up just having to try and make up ...all the shifts that I had missed at work, so I have literally had no time. But I'm excited to go over this set because you guys have been saying that it's got some pretty good cards in it, so I'm excited to go over oh, it. Oh
1: yes, it really does. It's 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 stupid, is the word I like to say. It's stupid and disgusting how good these cards are. Uh, but first, Sigma, what have you been up to? I built the Gorgice deck. <laughs> yes, which you beat me with yesterday about 4 times or at least 2 times legitimately and every single time yeah. after that was ever server error because the universe said no jishiro you will not beat our sigma i'm sorry it's just not going to happen <laughs>
0: it's such a weird deck though it never is never did a weird i think deck. i it's... was going to be playing a deck with four dashing pouches
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think
1: those words never actually came out of the word of no one <laughs> um, but it does look a lot of fun and, and you guys know me fun decks that's my uh my bread and butter that's what i enjoy playing uh and uh the future looks bright regarding that aspect myself in terms of the tcg itself i've not been doing much unfortunately since uh november november uh has been a really busy week uh month for me but i've been playing the pokemon game a lot the ultra sun and i just beaten this morning uh, while I was at work. Please don't tell anyone. I beat the Elite Four and now I'm finally at uh the Team Rocket episode and I'm just having a blast with that. But I do have a list of decks that I want to build for next week for streaming. Guys, uh a shameless plug if you guys don't know please go to uh twitch slash the puckle podcast. We have a great channel there. You can see me Mondays and Wednesday battling out in the TCG. You got thatch uh playing his uh the video game and doing his uh um Video game battling with you guys, and we also have Scron doing his um, different. Uh, I don't know exactly what Scron does. What does Scron does on the te- uh, on the channel? Whatever he feels like. Whatever it feels like. Okay, so <laughs> I, I assume doing... that includes nuzlacks and stuff like that. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, does.
2: Was last, doing... last time I checked, I was watching him do a Nuzlocke, and uh, uh, but that was a while ago.
1: So yeah, that... uh, and then true. we have Shemu who does the shiny hunting as well, right? If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, so we're was... just gonna keep spreading that. No, <laughs> so, dude, we have a, a we have an, a show for everyone on our Twitch channel. You sh- definitely should go there and visit us and just enjoy uh, and 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 partake with us because we go when we go on the Twitch channel mostly it's to just, just have a blast with you guys. We interact with you guys. It's not about me us watching. I I uh, for those of you who do follow me on Twitter, Twitch, I'm always saying. I'm not the best. I'm far from it, right? But it's all about having fun. And I just love enjoying having fun with you guys. And when you guys challenge me, because I challenge, uh, I take challenges from our viewers, uh, and beat me, that's the best thing ever. Because that just fills me with so much joy that we have such great battlers in Puckle that they can definitely tackle the best of them out there. So, but... Sorry, I went on a tangent there on our Twitch channel. Let's go. Let's roll it back in because we have so much to talk about on the show tonight. So let's not dilly-dally anymore. So let's go ahead and first with the news. So let's go ahead and drop it. And we are back with the news. And oof. So much to talk about regarding the new Ultra Prism set that is arriving in the U.S. in February. It is pretty much incredible, the set that we are uh, we are seeing that is going, heading our way. Now, before we do get there, uh, since we're going to talk a lot about uh, Ultra uh, Prism, let's do some uh, house cleaning first. We still, uh, I would like to remind you guys uh, that we still are having our um, segment tax uh that i requested you guys that you guys with talent you guys with the time and and the desire to do them we are recording new tags for the show those are the segment cutters of course like the news uh topical beach uh deck of the episodes and so forth trainer's mail we are looking for you guys if you have a great idea either be uh, a musical either be just talking either be making uh voices whatever you can think of guys if you have a good idea for a segment cutter on the show please contact uh contact me send your uh your um what's the word i'm looking for your your um oh when a when a when a singer does something what's called that is a demo oh your demo there you go (laughs) there we go send your demos out to uh paco uh, podcast at gmail.com and uh we will assign the winner five tcg uh digital tcg boosters of the most recent set for whoever, uh, for each segment we choose. Uh, so if we choose three of your segments that you so, uh, you uh, set, we're going to send you 15 boosters for your TC, uh, PTC duo online. So do not miss a beat on that. Send your requests. We already received some. I'm so happy with that. I thought, <laughs> I thought no one wanted to, but yes, we already see some. So I'm super excited to receive even more. So please remember, guys, send over your demos with what you think will be a nice, cool segment uh, cutters for our show. Please keep it, of course, pg uh PG. This is a family show. Although I know every once in a while a few words escape us. <laughs> uh, and of course, nothing that might be offensive to anyone uh, or any uh, 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 uh of any race, sex, culture, gender, whatever. So just, just make it be nice and fun. Now with that, let's move on to what it is important, and that's ultra prism. Ultra Prism is a set coming in February and already we're still almost three months still away two months and a half away from it and it's already causing chaos because the cards that are showing up are just ridiculously good and we could not just not talk about them until the review episode it's impossible because they really are going to change a lot of things in the game so let's go ahead and start with that right now with yes I just mentioned the words changing meta And creating chaos, and the first Pokemon I'm going to start with is Leafeon, which does not represent any of what I just said, but the car itself is still pretty nice. Now, Leafeon GX is our newest evolution in GX form that is coming out. It has 200 HP, which basically uh, aligns with Espeon and Umbreon. It's a stage one, as you guys already know, and it has an ability and two attacks. Its first ability, uh, it's called a Nature's Breath. Once during your turn, before you attack, if this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, you may heal 50 damage from one of your Pokemon with energy attached. Now, that's a great healer Pokemon. We also have its first attack for one grass and a double colorless energy, Solar Beam, 110 damage, which is pretty standard, doesn't do anything else. And then we have that GX attack. Grand Bloom GX for one Grass Energy only for each basic Pokemon in your bench. Search your deck for a card that evolves from that Pokemon and put it onto that Pokemon. Wow. Of course, weakness is Fire, resistance none, and retreat cost of two. Hmm, little boy Leafion, you're looking pretty interesting. Let's go ahead and start with you, Sigma. What do you think about Leafion?
0: Uh, the ability,
1: I don't care. Um, <laughs> but being an
0: Eevee evolution in a time where we have energy evolution Eevee is a great place to be, mm-hmm. if it's any use. And I think the GX attack is probably the most interesting thing about it. Yep. Because who cares about a green or a grass and a double colorless for one ten? That's just fair. Um, yeah. But like you could, I could see this being a starter in say a Decidueye deck because it's yes. pretty reliable getting your Dartrix out if you can
1: get a Bridget. If you can get a Bridget and grab two or three Rowlets, and you start second, and you evolve, you put an Eevee on front in the active. You use Bridget on your first second on uh, your first turn, which is the second turn. You put use Bridget, you grab three Rowlets, and then you put a Grass Energy on Eevee, which then evolves immediately into on, and use a GX attack, you already have three Dark Tricks on your bench. Mm-hmm. So by your second turn... You can already start looking for the Deciduise and evolve them. That is Forest of Giant Plants in a GX attack, basically. Obviously, it's not as powerful because uh, Forest of Giant Plants is a stadium. It allows you to evolve multiple times. This only allows you to evolve once, but it allows you to search for that Pokemon on on your deck and evolve them, which is pretty powerful. Sorry, I got ahead of myself because I got excited. Basket, what do you think?
2: So, um, I think that this is a card that... um... Uh Could pretty much be teched into um, uh, anything because of the fact that we now have what? What are those cards? What, rainbow energy? Uh, no. The, well, there's rainbow energy, but then there's mm-hmm. also those other those other energy cards that give you three different types of energy, and you have to choose one of them.
1: Ah, yes. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of that one. Um, can you help me here? Um, is boost the, energy, uh, energy? I can't remember. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and search that real quick here. But continue on while we while we search for that card.
2: Yeah. So, so basically, this can be teched into very many decks because of that card and because of energy or because of rainbow energy as well.
1: Yeah.
2: Rainbow um, energy become like, a
1: real big tool in it this. Doesn't in this meta.
2: specify the fact that it doesn't specify the type of uh Pokemon. You know, it's not saying your grass Pokemon or your fire Pokemon or anything like that. Yeah. It's just saying each basic on your bench so that means um any single supporter you might have that needs to go that's a stage one or- okay so
1: the one you were looking for was unit and en- unit energy lpm but that provides a um psychic a lightning and a metal one though that's one one though. oh yeah. there, we do have a one what was the name of that one Unit you know energy, GRW. There we go, GRW. There yeah. we go. Okay, so that's the one you're referring to. Okay, continue on.
2: Yeah, exactly, yeah. So um, <clears throat> so basically, um, this can be teched into almost any deck. Um, it, I mean, that does mean that if you don't already have um, uh, EVs in your deck, you'll have to make room and blah, blah, blah. But um, if you have any deck with EVs or any deck with um, uh, uh, Rainbow Energy, this thing and
1: might I be mean, a one-off.
2: Yeah, I mean it could be a it could be a one like like maybe a two-one.
1: Yeah, you know, mm-hmm.
2: in a deck or something like that. Um, and uh, if you are running grass, then this is great because if you have the room for it in your deck, then it doesn't matter. Like the the coolest thing about this is that it does not um uh need to be a grass Pokemon. It doesn't no, it need doesn't. yeah anything, you know? Just yeah. every basic Pokemon on your bench. Yeah. And I think that's really cool and that there's um I'm sure there's a few decks that um I can't think of right now that would really benefit <laughs> from this. Yeah. Um no no of course
1: and, and those those decks that would really seen definitely seen appreciate seen this are decks, are decks that, that- Evolves multiple of the same kind. I'm thinking about Metagross GS, right? I'm I'm thinking about um we were just talking about uh uh the the, the Siduai, right? Mm-hmm. Our decks that depend of you to evolving the same one, uh for decks that requires you to evolve one or two, this might not be the card for you. I mean, we have for the uh. Gardevoir GX decks, we do have the Deansi that allows you to evolve one Pokemon from your bench each turn with an attack using just one energy. So that alone is better for that deck. We're not saying that Leafeon will be in every single deck. It's just that if you have a deck that requires multiple Pokemon to evolve at the same time, which do not then rely on a GX attack to do uh, any damage, of course, then Leafeon GX might be a card that you might consider having on your deck.
2: Yeah and really quick um with the GRW card um this could be something that gets um all the different supporters and all the different things you're trying to use in uh um waterbox um yeah. like started pretty quickly too.
1: Yeah. The other thing that we do might want even though we do mention we have mentioned that GRW um uh, card remember that EV does evolve using basic energy. Yes. Um so if you use this on your Eevee, he won't evolve immediately on a, to a Leafeon. So that might be a detractor uh from from using that card. So if you want to be able to secure yourself to have Eevee on turn 1, I'm I'm sorry, Leafion, uh turn 1, then you will need to uh obligatory play um a uh grass energy on that deck.
2: Is that? So I'm I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, but is that but is that like has that been solidified? Only because of the fact that like if you can call it whatever you want it to be if you place that on there would it not count as a grass
0: that's the energy evolution EV's ability I believe it's typed in it's, it says basic energy it says,
2: yeah
1: the the, the, okay. the, the uh, ability of EV says specifically basic energy
2: okay all right cool
1: Okay, so moving on from Leafium, we're not gonna review these guys. We're not gonna give them a rating, guys, because we're just talking over them. Uh, our opinions might change from here to February. Let me—I should have said that from the get-go. This is <laughs> us. Uh, this is our preliminary. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce that word. Preliminary. Help me out, guys. Preliminary. uh, uh, Look at these cards and how excited we are considering the things that are right now. But these might change by our review episode. We might give you a completely different opinion (laughs) on once that set arrives on this card. So please bear with us on that. This is just hype. So moving on to the next one, Basket. Tell me about
2: Darkrai. All right. So Darkrai... HP 160. You can't have more than one Prism Star card with the same name in your deck. So, oh, a, yes, because this right, is so this the is Prism,
1: Prism Star Darkrai, Darkrai yes. Yeah.
2: Sorry, yeah. Um, its ability is Nightmare Star. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench, you can attach two Dark Energy from your hand to this Pokemon. That's pretty awesome. It is and then awesome. for Dark Energy... Um, Keep in mind that ability, so basically two. It has Abyssal Sleep, Um, 120 damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep. Your opponent flips two coins instead of one between turns. If either of them is Tails, that Pokemon is still asleep. Weakness to fighting times two, resistance to psychic, and retreat cost of two.
1: So, I should start with this one. So, this Star Cry is pretty awesome. Now, please remember, guys, that the ruling on Prism Pokemon, uh, Prism Star cards, not just Pokemon, because Prism Star uh, in general can come in any form, either Pokemon or Trainer cards, or even, supposedly, Energies. So, these uh, these star, uh, Prism Star means that you can only have one per deck, but of that same name, unlike the A-Specs, right? The A-Specs, you could only have one... Ace pack in general for the whole deck, right? So you could only hold one. Prism Star, you can grab as many as you want, as long as they have different names. So you can't have two Dark Cry Stars, Prism Star, but you can have you could have a Dark Cry Prism Star and so Galeo Prism Star, and maybe a, a uh, other Prism Star, as long as it's just one of each. So that's the ruling on the Prism Star. Now, regarding on the actual power of this card, its ability. It's amazing. Being able to play two energies immediately when you play this Pokemon, that's pretty legit. And we've seen this before, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I believe there was a... Um, oh, what's it called? The little squirrel Pokemon. Uh, Pachirisu Pa- I think there was a patchy so, or the the, uh, the flying yes. squirrel one. One of these, it was I'm one on. Pikachu emulator that had the same ability where you, when you played him, you would play two electric, uh, with him. And that was used a lot because once you have those energies down, you can manipulate them as you want. I mean, if you could either have uh, uh, Pokemon that manipulate, you, uh, allow you to change your energies around, this is great help. Regardless of that, that ability is super good. So I really like it. And its attack is not that too shy. it's not shabby at all. Having uh it it is quite expensive with four darkness uh, energies uh but it does have a solid 120 damage. Remember this is a basic pokémon. 120 damage plus your opponent needs to flip twice in order to make uh and be able to hit hit twice in order to wake up. So this is legitimately good. The only problem is you can't you can't really um depend on this as a main attacker because you can only have one. So how good it is as attack that's the real question, and I'm gonna pass it on to our Sigma. What do you think? Um,
0: if it was anything but sleep, I probably wouldn't like it anywhere near as much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: sleep prevents retreat.
1: Yeah, generally
0: speaking, I mean, there's abilities that'll get you out of there, but that's a 25% chance to wake up, so that's pretty good. And the fact that it gets you, it ideally gets you halfway to the attack, is also nice. So
1: yes. Definitely. And remember, we still have Energy Switch. We still have other support that you can place those cards on that dark card, but then you can move them around however you like. So it's really good acceleration, regardless of the fact that you are attaching uh, darkness cards on it. Now word of advice uh, or of warning you need to have those darkness energies on your hand so make sure before you play that dark price uh, prism star you make sure you have two darkness energies on your hand before playing it because if if you don't then you're just wasting its ability which you could technically just use once because you can only have one of these cards in your deck basket what are you two? your two cents on this
2: um well i was going to point out the fact that you had to have them in your hand as well But beyond that, um, I like the idea of this card in, um, uh, because, so you get your hand, right? Mm -hmm. And you have seven cards. If this is in those seven cards when you first get your hand, awesome. You can place it down, um, and you'll get those, um, uh, those two dark energies. Yeah. Um, the problem, though, is that they have to be in your hand. So, if you're having a deck like a normal deck, then I imagine having two dark energies in your hand for most dark energy jet. Uh, sorry, dark energy jet uh, decks. Mm-hmm. Then the issue becomes: Are you going to have four in your hand or three in your hand to where you can actually place one and then have another one so you can start attacking right away?
3: Yeah.
2: So. Um, that's an issue. Um, however, I do like it in, um, uh, I do like the idea of it in, um, the Guzzlord deck because there's no chance that you're not going to have two energies in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, the biggest problem for Guzzlord decks that I can, you know, that I see mostly is, um, the fact that, uh there's cards where if it's a GX or an EX, then you basically can't do anything. And people have been getting around that with different, um, with different cards. But I think this is one that could do the most damage and give you a really good chance of uh, um, setting everything up that's on your bench. Mm -hmm. Um, So I like this in a Guzzlord deck. However, um, I, I, Honestly, even though the sleep and everything is really cool, I don't see it really being like um, I don't that know. impactful I, I, in the I meta. I can't see myself using this in anything but a Guzzlord deck.
1: Well, I beg to differ because there is Darkrai EX from Breakpoint, and Darkrai EX for Breakpoint has one attack, which is his first attack, Dark Pulse, which is twenty plus. Uh, And it's this attack does 20 damage for each darkness energies attached to all of your Pokemon. So playing one of these automatically adds 40 damage to that Darkrai EX. So it is more support to Darkrai as well. So (laughs) for those of you enthusiasts that like to have a Darkrai deck and everything on that deck is Darkrai because as far as we know, you can have... A whole deck based on Dark Cry right now because there's EX Dark Crys, there's GX Dark Christ, there's regular Dark Crys, and there now there's Pri- Star Prism, uh, Ultra Prism, um, Prism, Star. Uh, Prism Star, Prism <laughs> Star uh, Dark Cry. So it's kind of ridiculous, but that's an option as well. I mean, if you are hell bent in playing Dark Cry and Dark Cry EX is your main attacker, uh, then definitely you want a. Prism Star, Darkrai on your deck because it, that's an automatic 40 damage more that you're playing on your on your turn, and that's not counting the extra Dark Energy that you might be playing on that turn anyway. So it does going to see some play. It's not groundbreaking, but it's pretty legit fun. Now let's go ahead and move on to the next one, and I'm pretty excited for the next one, as sure as Vigor is as well. So Sigma, what's our next Pokemon?
0: We have Magnazone, and it's a metal type this time. With 150 HP, it's a stage two that evolves from Magneton, and it has an ability, Magnetic Circuit. As often as you'd like during your turn before you attack, you may attach a metal energy from your hand to one of your Pokemon. So and
1: let me, let me stop you right there. You're you're telling me, Sigma, that in the current standard meta, we have two Magnazones one electric, and one metal to do essentially the same thing?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Continue on.
0: <laughs> okay, its attack is three metal and a colorless for Zap Cannon that does 130 damage and it can't use Zap Cannon during your next turn.
1: Trash! Which, which is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we
0: Whatever. don't care about the attack. Sure. Uh, it's weakness, fire, resistance, psychic, Retreat, two.
1: So, Basket, we have a Magnesone which basically has the same ability as the Magnesone Electric but for Metal. Mm-hmm. In a meta where Metal already has super fast energy acceleration. What are you two, your two cents on this?
2: Basically, I think that um, Metagross already has enough support to get it out there quickly and adding a stage two means adding the basic and the stage one. So mm-hmm. I really don't think that um, uh, magazine will see play in that deck. However, um, that opens up, um, you know, uh, stuff I'm probably not thinking about right now, but it, it opens up metal to oh, yeah. have one dedicated um, uh, energy transfer thing. I mean, this is, as often as you like for as many metal energies you have in your hand so
1: yeah it's not a transfer itself you you're able to play as many metal energies you want from your hand on play which is very amazing ah
2: yeah so so this is this has potential but i i don't see it affecting um the biggest metal deck which is metagross
1: oh yeah yeah metagross doesn't need Magnuson. that is for sure what about you are what is your sense on this
0: Ah, uh, yeah, Metagross doesn't care about it. Solgaleo is probably something that will care about it. Yes, hopefully.
1: and we haven't even tackled all the Solgaleo that's coming in the set yet. <laughs> but yes, continue on.
0: Oh, no, that's all I had to say. <laughs> yeah, Metagross <laughs> so, doesn't no, no, care. And,
1: and that's completely legit. So, Mero has been known ever since Sun and Moon to be very good at... Well, if, even before that, even when Bronson from... Uh, I can't remember the set right now... Uh, was in that allows you to do basically the same thing that Metagross allows you to do, which is grab energies from your discard pile. We Metal has been known to be really good at energy acceleration. Now it's really cemented. It's like the Pokemon Company International decided, like, we're going to make sure you understand. Metal is all about energy. Energy Acceleration, because we're going to discuss a few cards here, which is all about that. And it's quite ridiculous, really. But however, it is amazing to see Metal having a comeback, and I love magnesone And the fact that we have two Magnusson in standard play that does the exact same thing, but with each respective type, one for Lightning, one for Metal, I freaking love that. I can't have enough of that. So please keep on going, uh, and... It's just such a great card, regardless of its attack. It's a great, great card. But it's uh but we're gonna continue on. And that is we have a another prism card to talk about, and we just kinda mm, talk about it. That's Sogaleo, the Prism Star Sogaleo. Prism Star Sogaleo has 160 HP. Um it is a basic. Let me just also uh let you know guys. So any Prism Star Pokemon that is a Prism Star, regardless of its whether it's a basic or evolution, it will be a basic just like EX Pokemon were once upon a time. So it's important to note, right? You don't, you do not need Cosmog uh, and its uh evolution in order to play Prism Star Sokaleo. It's already available to play uh, uh, as soon as you have it on your hand. Now, that being said, it has three two attacks. It has Rising Star for one Metal Energy. Search uh, for each of your opponent's Pokémon in play. Attach a Metal Energy from your discard pile to one of, uh, to your Pokémon in any way you like, which is pretty, pretty pretty awesome. And then we have Corona Impact for four Metal Energies. It has it deals 160 damage. This Pokémon can attack during your next turn. It has a weakness to fire, resistance to psychic, which is pretty nice, and a retreat cost of three. Sigma, let's start with you this time around. What do you think about Prism Star Sokaleo?
0: My opinions have improved on it since last time we looked at it. (laughs) Now that we see metal support in the set, it's actually pretty reasonable. And I guess 160 is actually a pretty nice number when you can throw a choice band on it and hit 190.
1: Oh, yes. That could knock out any GX Basic Pokemon. Yep. Uh,
0: most. I think Guzzlord most. does it. But...
1: I don't think there's any 200. Is there, is there 200, a 200 basic Pokemon that has 200 uh, HP?
0: Uh, Wishy Washy and Guzzlord, I think.
1: Oh, so no, no there's no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Continue on.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I, I think its attack is interesting. There's also the Solgaleo from the original Sun and Moon sets that mm-hmm. has the uh, switch ability if you want to play that in there. So yeah, it looks like a fun card.
1: It really does. Basket, what about you?
2: I think um, anybody who's a fan of fire and doesn't like Vulcanian, um is probably <laughs> kicking themselves uh, right now because if this was a fire, then being able to, you know... Because <laughs> fire's always discarding everything, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> if this was fire, then they'd be able to just, you know, keep throwing it back on there. But unfortunately... Um, this is, uh, metal for you fire users out there. Um, but I think it's a, I think it's a very interesting card.
1: It is. Um, it definitely is. It definitely is attack. If you're playing metal, um, it's attack is pretty legit. Um, uh, regardless of whether or not you're playing even, uh, Metagross, the fact that you don't, you do not need to evolve this little guy, uh, and just play it as a basic and attach one energy, one metal energy and, and recuperate Many metal energies from your discard pile alone makes it something worthwhile looking at and considering in any metal deck that you might be playing. Its attack might be good, but remember guys, the thing with these Prism Star Pokemon is you cannot depend on them to be your main attacker because they're not going to be around. So would you consider putting four metal energies on this Prism Star Sogaleo? Probably not. You probably are going to be using the other socles we're going to be discussing uh, discussing on this uh, episode, uh, but that first attack should not be taken into account, uh, taken out of account, because it's still pretty powerful. Yeah,
2: yeah, and I want to say one more thing about it too. Um, the fact that the fact that this you can only have one of these in your deck, to me, it's not that big of a deal because this is a late game card. This is something you pull out for your metal deck um, when you're ready for it. Once you've expen- uh, expended your energy and you need something more, um, yeah. so I think this is—I I think that the fact that you can only have one in your deck isn't that big of a deal as long as it's not priced. So,
1: Yeah, I like that's it. a good thing. Now we're gonna go and pause it there. We're gonna go on a quick break and we'll be right back, continuing with the new section discussing even more Ultra Prism cards. So we'll be right back.
2: Good day, mates. Want something different? Then come on down to the Ryehorn Steakhouse and try our new Southern Carlos style buffalo wings, critically acclaimed. And this weekend only, Ryehorn steaks I'll buy one get one half off. That's for you and your special someone. Ryehorn Steakhouse is a proud sponsor of the Puckle TCG podcast.
1: And at Ryehorn Steakhouse, where if it moves, we'll serve it. And we are back, and we're going to continue on with Ultra Persim's discussion on the new cards that have been revealed, and we're going to continue on with one of my favorites. It's pretty cool. Basket, tell me about Dusk Mane Necrozma GX.
2: All right. So, it is metal. HP 190. Basic Pokemon. Um for three colorless it has claw slash which does 60 damage Barely for three... being
1: anything regardless anything being good it's it's just not but continue on
2: <laughs> um for three metal energy and a colorless it has meteor tempest which does 220 damage how much and 220 how much 200 And 20!
1: (laughs) It's ridiculous!
2: (laughs) It's insane. Um, And you discard three energy from this Pokemon. Wow. Um, For three metal, it has Eclipse Sun GX, 250 damage. This attack can only be used if you have more prize cards remaining than your opponent. And it's weakness to fire times two, resistance to psychic, and retreat cost of three.
1: So, okay, okay. So let's see if we can get it straight. We have a metal card right here, which we already know that metal acceleration, energy acceleration is a thing. It does 220. That means that with one toy span, it could be doing 250 to any GX Pokemon out there. So it tells you, well, yeah, you can discard three cards. You have to discard three cards to use it. But we do have a Metagross deck, which easily, easily recuperates those three energies lost each turn. And it's a basic, and, this is a basic Pokemon. So, and, and
2: the Galeo we just talked about.
1: And the Galeo we just talked about. And the Magnusone, which allows you to put as many card, metal cards from your hand to your bench. And this will consistently if it has choice ban do 250 damage to any GX EX and if it's not it does 220 which will basically knock out any non GX EX. What is going on here? This card is ridiculous. Sigma, what are you what what do you think about this? Well, at first I kept
0: trying to compare it to the original Sogaleo GX, <clears throat> but that was a stage two, and this is a basic. <laughs> and this
1: yes. does ten less damage. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> and this is so. not a prison card, and it's not even a Sogaleo card. We keep saying it's we, we keep uh comparing it to Sogaleo, which is no fault of us because it is Necrosma Sogaleo, right? And yeah. It yeah. looks a lot like Sogaleo. But it's not even a Sogaleo, it's a Necrosma. So in a deck full of Sogaleos, it doesn't even take uh, take your Sogala's into account. It is its own card, it's Necrosma. Dusk main. Uh, and it's pretty incredible. Sigma, sorry, continue on. Oh no, I was just saying two hundred and twenty is absurd for a basic. Even if you
0: are discarding three energy, you're getting those back. This is who cares about the GX attack?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. Gardevoir is nothing compared to Dusk main Necrosma GX. Um it's be it's automatically knocked out. If you have a Metagross DX and you put two of these babies in your deck as main attackers, three of these babies as the main attackers in your Metagross DX, you will consistently attack for 220 every single turn as long as you have your Metagross DX set up, which believe me, I played Metagross that's not that hard. It is possible. Um it's just so good. 220 is such a great number to have. And then you put a choice span, and that there, there you go—you knock out practically anything in the game. What's going on? It's ridiculous basket. What do you think about this?
2: Um, I'm terrified. <laughs> um, I think that uh, um, I mean, looking at what we've gone through of uh, metal acceleration and everything like that, and then looking at this, um, honestly, I feel like 190. It, like HP, is a kick in the pants. If it was 180, <laughs> there's a lot of things that... Um, yeah,
1: I agree with, with you. That's tor- a great point so, you bring. Yes, that's out. a great point. Mm-hmm.
2: But the 190, that's what scares me, because yeah. that's hard to hit with um, a lot of decks. Um, and...
1: Yeah, the only things right now that could hit that will be a Labrace CX, which barely anyone is playing that. a Tortinator could, ba- could hit that. The, both of them meaning if you have a choice band attached to them. um. But other than that, you're totally right, Basket. It's hard to hit 120, 190, continue on.
2: Yeah, and on top of that, uh, the fact that with Metacross GX, you can get those right back. So this isn't something that just, you know, is like a trump card where you throw it out there and then like, bam, I took out that thing I couldn't take out and now I'm kind of screwed. Like no, this is something that you can recycle and the fact that it's a GX means you can have four of them in your deck. And it's it's scary to me.
1: It is scary. It definitely Necros Dusk Main Necrosma is a game changer. Um and much more than Gardevoir was. Because Gardevoir, we knew that Gardevoir was gonna be really important because of all the support. And don't get me wrong, Dusk main um uh, necrosma is also really good because of the support it already has. But still, the fact that it does so much damage, no matter, you know, regardless of the enemy you are battling, it doesn't depend on weakness. It doesn't depend on anything else but itself. It is really a powerful card. Um, My take on this, this is definitely a card that is going to make a huge impact on the meta. We are going to see... Dusk main Necrozma GX decks around there. They're going to be there and they're going to be really difficult to beat. The fact that it's weak to fire, and the only fire deck right now, the only two that fire decks deck right now going on are the Volcanian and the Ho-O decks. Um, that's the only salvation it ha- th- there is, because other than that, this thing protects you from Psychic, which means that Garbordor itself is going to have a hard time beating it, which is awesome because guard border really does for me at least feel like it's really has it has um what's it called the uh, over stated it's welcome in the meta um it really is a powerful card and it it's one to guys once this set arrives go ahead and make your uh, and do yourself a favor and get, and grab 4 of these immediately because it's going to be a big player on the 2018 meta. Mark our words right now. We're saying it right here. On uh, December 5th, 2017. Here in the Puckle TCG cast. Dusk main Necrozma GS. Is going to be amazing. Any last words on no
2: Nope. Um, I do. Uh, so go ahead. It really upsets me. Because um, as <laughs> as a huge fan of Glissapod decks. This means that I have to have a um <clears throat> the uh muscle or not muscle band what is it the uh, um choice band. band i have the choice band on the regular gallisapod and throw down a um kakui at this <laughs> on the in, in the same turn in order to take this out when it can literally if it's got the uh metagross backing it can literally one hit ko every single one of my um Whistapod GXs. So yes. I I don't like this card. I mean <laughs> I do. I recognize it. I recognize it as a good card, but I don't yep. like it.
1: No, I totally understand and I'm pretty sure that <laughs> Seventy five percent of our listeners right now agree with you. But we're like, this is an amazing car. We agree that this is amazing, but I hate it because that's how we felt with many other cards, like such as Night March. We're like, this. We recognize that Night is a great deck. We just hate it anyway. Um, yeah, it really is. And, and if anything, in in defense of Garborder, um, this will make Garbor Garborder much more important because you want. To be able to block those Metagross from recharging your Dusk main Necrosma GX. So that's a plus, I guess. Gar- Gar- Garbatox and Garbado might see my play. But otherwise than that, it's amazing. And we spent so much time on this card already because it's just that good, but we have to continue on. And that is with our next card, and that is Dialga GX. If I'm not mistaking, our Sigma, it's your turn.
0: Yep, Yalga GX is a dragon Pokemon with 180 HP. It is a basic Pokemon. Its first attack requires one metal energy. Clock up. Draw cards until you have six cards in your hand. Second attack, a metal and two colorless. Shred, 80 damage. This attack's damage isn't affected by any effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. And its GX attack, three metal, two colorless, timeless GX. 150 damage. Once this turn is over, it's your turn again.
1: What? (laughs) What did you just say? What did you just say? Repeat this attack for me one more time, please.
0: We have Timeless GX, 3 metal and 2 colorless, 150 damage. Once this turn is over, it's your turn again.
1: What is going on? (laughs) What? That is incredible. Sorry, sorry, continue on, finish the card.
0: It's weak to fairy, no resistance, retreat three.
1: Wow, um, Basket, let's start with you this time around. Um, what do you think about Bakia GX?
2: First off, I'm really upset that <laughs> the first <laughs> dragon type card that has uh. That only needs one type of energy.
1: Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah,
2: <laughs> is Dialga? Because I think Dialga sucks, and I think it's not good at all. So I'm sorry if you're a Dialga fan, but this is really upsetting to me. That of all the dragons that they've ever made, this is the first one that only takes one type of energy, and it freaking the worst dragon Pokemon they could have picked.
1: Well, but they picked.
2: Them. But you know. <laughs> But I digress, you know. Um, But, yeah, that that GS attack also makes this card one that I recognize is good. Uh, Well, I mean, it still takes five metal energy, so... Well, five... um, Energy
1: acceleration that metal has?
2: I I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying. You know. But... uh, (laughs) I don't... Again, I recognize this is a good card, but I don't like it. I do not like I, I I hate how in uh Yu-Gi-Oh or in Magic that uh I've always hated the uh play mode of being able to just um you know, steal a turn from the other uh player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really like this is a lot of salt right here. I do, <laughs> I do not like this uh, <laughs> I do not like this mechanic, but um uh, yeah, I know it's I mean, difficult,
1: that... I know it's difficult, it really is because dragon. So, for a while now, dragon has been in a bad spot, we cannot deny it. Dragon has become to, to be a joke in the TCG. Dragon being dragon type comes with its not its benefits, but its uh counter benefits. You're not going to be super effective against anything unfortunately because dragon is just hardly super effective against anything which is kind of ridiculous and stupid but that's the fact other than that though this gx attack is amazing the fact that you can deal you deal 150 damage and then you get your turn again is st- stupid as an ability, as as an attack, regardless whether it means you have to pay 5 energy, 3 metal, and 2 colorless, Be metal, you can get that easily, because we've already discussed that metal has so much good energy acceleration right now that this is easy to be done. It's other attacks, you don't even have to worry about them. All you need to know is that if you play Dialga GX, you are going to get an extra attack. And to me, that is mind-blowing. What about you, Sigma? Hey, I don't want to waste my GX attack on this. Really? <laughs> really? No, I love this. Why?
0: Uh, you only get one GX attack per game, and you get to do uh, 230 damage? Okay. It's not that great of a card otherwise. And you're not doing anything with those extra energy on Elga. It's not like you have to discard them for any attacks. They're just kind of stuck there.
1: True, but remember we do have a Sarola.
0: Yeah, but still you have Dialga in your deck. Okay. Like I don't think you ever want to run more than like one of these.
1: Oh, I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying itself that one you're playing might just actually be... Imagine yourself being into a game you're head to head and you're able to do a GX attack with Palkia. Uh, I'm sorry, Dialga. Uh, and allows you to have an extra turn. How much does that affect the overall game? I say a lot. Uh, it
0: depends on how things work out. I don't mm-hmm. think it's going to be that important.
1: Okay, fair enough. We'll so see. that's Alga GX. Uh, guys, I am super excited for Diaga. Might not see any play. Might be, because I'm always wrong. <laughs> but regardless of that, it looks amazing. But we're going to move on to another one of my heart's. Because it's an evolution, it's one of my favorites, and that's Glaceon GX. Glaceon GX, being a water, has HP 200, which we already know that's standard for evolutions on stage 1, but it has an ability and 2 attacks. Its ability, though, called Freezing Stare. As long as this Pokemon is your active Pokemon, each of your opponent's EX and GX Pokemon in play, in their hands, and in their discard pile, has no abilities. Basically being... A huge uh god border. Then it says it's second, it's first attack for one water, a double color energy, frozen bullet, 90 damage. It's like the 30 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon, which is really reminiscent of Dark attack. Uh, Dark Cry EX back in the day of uh, treasure, uh, hidden treasures, night spear. Night spear. Also, if I'm
2: not mistaken, it's the same attack that um. Ombreon has, Umbreon
1: Umbreon has. yes, you're t- totally right, and then we have its GS attack for one. Uh, the same thing, one water, double call as energy, polar spear GX, 50 damage times, this attack does 50 damage times the number of damage counters on your opponent's active Pokemon, its weakness is metal, resistance is none, retreat cost zero, let's start with you Sigma, what do you think about our boy Glaceon GX?
0: I mean, this just seems fun. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: Anything that's attacking, or most things that are doing damage for uh, double colorless and a type of energy is a good place to be. I like Umbreon's attack.
1: I like this attack. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. which Uh, This makes it even faster and standard, which we could use Aqua Patch.
0: uh, Yeah. Well... Who cares? It's a double colorless. I don't really mind. Uh, the is main so issue cool. is, hey, look, it's weak to metal.
1: <laughs> mm, that is the main issue. You're totally right about that. What about you, Basket?
2: Well, I think um, that, unfortunately, Glacion GX is better than Umbreon GX. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, we have to agree with you there.
2: Um, yeah. And I'm upset about that because <laughs> you've again, been
1: upset with every single one of these cars in prison. I don't know prisons. why. I don't
2: know why. I'm getting, <laughs> I, I've been, I've been, I've been really salty this entire time. <laughs> uh, I'm all the, all the negatives here. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, uh, freezing stare is really awesome. The fact that it's an ability, it's a stage one, and everything like that is amazing. Um, frozen bullet is a decent attack. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's nothing bad I can say about that. Um, and then Polar Spear GX, um, I do like the fact that, um, it's the number of damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon, which means that you can, like, you yourself can set it up Mm -hmm. to deal the amount of damage that you want. So I do like that, um, especially with the fact that you're able to, um, uh, choose uh, to do 30 damage to one of your opponents Pokemon, which means that you're, yes. if if you're able to pull that up, that means you're doing at least 150. Damn.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yes.
2: So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. And then with um, stuff like uh, Tapu Coco, which um, uh, the Tapu Coco Koko, Tapu Koko yes. promo, yep. which I run, um, it's only double colorless and you can throw uh, 20 onto whatever you want on the bench. Um, that's also uh, pretty cool to me. Um, yeah. So I like this card. I think it's fun. Um, I think that uh, um, I don't run Water Toolbox, but um, having said that, I think not putting this in Water Toolbox would be a mistake. Yeah. But I don't know.
1: Yeah, we should not forget that the fact that we had that EV that allows you to immediately evolve into. Uh, whatever Pokemon you do yes. that resembles that basic energy is a big plus. So having Glaceon GX on your first turn because you put that water energy on that mm. Eevee is a big thing. So yes, this card is pretty good and it's going to see a lot of play. Now we're going to move I do on.
2: Really, really fast. I do like the idea that it's a water that's weak weak to metal. Yeah, it's um, a nice I dice. know that metal has been getting support through this. Yeah. But I'm just glad it's not weak to grass because water zone is always weak to grass.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a nice type. That's yeah. what they do. It's a nice type, so yeah, that will make it yeah. weak against uh, metal, which is a, a negative coming on. But we're not gonna stop there. We're gonna continue on because we have a really, really different Pokemon to discuss right now. One we will not normally expect to talk about, but we do need to. Basket. Tell me about Luxio and why we're talking about Stage 1 Pokemon.
2: Alright, so Luxio. This is a lightning card. HP 80, Stage 1, evolves from Shinx. For one colorless, it has an attack called Disconnect. 30 damage. Your opponent can't play any item cards from their hand during their next turn.
1: Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me that a stage one non fully evolved Pokemon for one energy has the same attack as Psysimotope EX?
2: That's what, exactly what I'm saying.
1: What <laughs> is going on? Continue.
2: Weakness to fighting times two, resistance to metal, and retreat cost of one.
1: I am speechless. This is not even a fully evolved Pokemon. Or Sigma. Please help me understand what's going on. What do you think about Luxio? I mean, this thing didn't need to do damage, did it? (laughs) 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 At
0: least it only has ADHD. (laughs) It's so dumb.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One energy. One color. Not just one energy. One colorless energy. And you can deal 30 damage and block your opponent from using any item cards, just as uh, Sesame, uh EX used to do, but without the two prizes and without the extra energy. <laughs> it's it's stupid. What do you think of Sigma?
0: Uh, that's going to be so... In- like, do you need annoy bat GX anymore?
1: You <laughs> <laughs> I <mean, we> don't. <laughs> I mean, even if you do play, um... What's the evolution of Luxio? Sorry. Uh, Luxray. Luxray. Even if you play Luxray, you, why would you, when Luxio is so good Be uh, on behalf of it? Yes, its HP is so low, but regardless of that, it's still so good. Basket, what do you think about Luxio?
2: I think that, um the fact that it's uh, HB is 80 and that it only costs one colorless. I think those things kind of even out. And the fact Mm -hmm. that it's a stage one kind of even out to it being almost as good as um, uh, a EX. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, this can literally be splashed into anything which is really cool because that effect is awesome. And, um i mean
1: yeah i know i'm species as well
2: yeah i mean if, <laughs> if you're if you're looking if you're looking for a supporter or you have a problem with people using items in any deck like there you go
1: yeah Looks here was just there for you. It's it's a, a Sismito DX ready to be played at any deck with any energies, doesn't matter what. It is a stage one uh difference between uh DX with it, but still it's still so much better because you do not sacrifice two Um Prices when it dies and you still have access to things like muscle ban. Uh is it muscle ban? No, not muscle ban, sorry. Choice. What's the No no not choice ban, um The one that uh, gives you 40 HP of your Stage 1.
0: Dumbbells.
1: Dumbbells, yes. You have access to dumbbell. You have access to protect it even more. I love Luxio a lot. And still, I'm thinking, why would you even play the Stage 2 evolution of it? I don't know. But let's continue on, though, because we are running out of time. We are uh, being a little bit... uh, So let's go on ahead with Giratina, and this will be our Sigma. Tell me about Giratina.
0: We have Giratina Prism Star. It's a Psychic-type Pokemon with 160 HP. It's basic. And Prism Star rule, you know that already. It has an ability, Chaotic Star. When you play this Pokemon onto your bench, you may attach two Psychic Energy from your
1: hand. Mm, to this Pokemon. Okay.
0: Uh, it's Attack for Psychic Energy. Crisis Dive. 160 damage. Discard two energy from this Pokemon. Weakness Dark. Resistant Fighting
1: let me so go ahead and continue on about that. So this makes a great companion to Lunala GX, which allows you to fix, uh, move over your energy. Um, being able to play two second energies when you play this is pretty good. Uh, it really does good synergy with that Lunala, but um, uh, it is a star uh, prism. So means that you can only have one per deck, which limits its uses. But it's still pretty much a legit Pokemon. What about you, Bask? What do you think about this?
2: Um. I'm not super impressed. To okay. Be um, that's only because um, it's to that Pokemon. And to my knowledge, Psychic doesn't have the um, same ability as right. other types to switch.
1: Oh, no, yeah. they do. Lunala. Lunala GX does that. Oh, that's, that's, right. Does. that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, no, you're correct. Um, then I like this a bit more. And then... Um, also with the regular Lunala, what mm-hmm. is it, 40 times? The right? amount
1: of Psychic, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. And uh, um, a lot of Lunala GX um, will put one or two of those in their decks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I think that's pretty cool, being able to move these. Um, the retreat cost of two, um, I don't know, does Lunala GX play Floatstones?
1: It will need to, normally, yes. Yeah. Uh, it's not something that they will think about, though, if you ask them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ultra of the Moon gives it free retreat, too, I believe. That is true, yes. If it has a psychic energy attached. Now,
1: I would like to take a note that three, uh, having two energy retreat costs is pretty much the worst energy, uh, the worst retreat cost you could have. Even worse than three energies. And i explain myself for now real quick. If you have one energy which you cost, that's super easy. You attach anything and you discard it, and you can retreat it. So that's not a problem. If you have three energy discard pile, that's an issue when it comes to retreat. But it also means that your Pokemon is available to be able to pick up with Heavy Ball, and that's a plus. Means that you can use an item card to get foot to it really fast. So that's good. But two re- two energy retreat costs leaves you in a really weird open vacuum where it's like you're too expensive to be able to compare to one energy retreat cost where you can just play one energy and you're too cheap for heavy ball. So really, two energy retreat costs is the worst energy retreat cost of the game. Continue on, sorry.
2: Oh, that was it yeah oh that was it
1: sorry (laughs) Uh, and and that's a great point um so luckily though we hope to see um this is does look like a great card it might see some play but let's see we can only guess so let's continue on to the next one and i believe the next one is don wing necrozma gx am i mistaken guys
0: yeah we can skip doing all that prison is
1: not that big so let's no. go ahead and move in uh, to Don Wings Necrozma GX. Now, Don Wings Necrozma GX is pretty interesting, and you'll see why. The, um, it's, uh, continu- Actually, it's your turn, Sigma. Go ahead and take it out. Sure. Don
0: Wings Necrozma GX is a psychic-type Pokémon with HP of 180. It is a basic Pokémon Ultra Beast, and it has the ability Invasion. Once during your turn before you attack... If this Pokemon is on your bench, you may switch this into the active slot.
1: Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me that this is the Rush ability from Keldio DX? Uh, that's what I'm reading it as. (laughs) Wow. Continue on, please. Okay, it's got its
0: first attack, which is three psychic energy. Flash of Darkness. 120 damage. This attack is not affected by resistance.
1: Yeah, we don't care about that. Continue on.
0: (laughs) I do.
3: Screw you,
1: Metal. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: and Dark. Uh, anyways, it's GX attack is three Psychic, Eclipse Moon GX, one hundred and eighty damage. This attack can only be used if you have more Prize cards remaining than your opponent. Prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to this Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. You can only use one. G- Whatever regular GX rolls. Um, Weakness is Darkness, Resistant, Fighting, and Retreat is 2.
1: Basket, what do you think of our boy Don Wings the Crossman GX?
2: So, I think this is a good um, uh, unlike the other one I was saying before, I think this is a good trump card to have in the psychic deck. Um, Just because of the fact that um, if you're starting to um, like if you're you're behind a little bit um, then you can throw this out at any point and potentially knock out another GX or EXs. Are they still in the format? <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> if there's any...
1: there a few. There are a few. Volcanian exists. Yeah, yeah. Volcanian, so, yeah.
2: Right, right, yeah, yeah. So um, you can throw this in there and um, uh, do 180 damage, no problem. Just whenever the heck you feel like it, as long as you're losing. So, I like that GX attack, um, cu- coupled with the, uh, the ability. Um, Flash of Darkness, um, I mean, that's all right. Uh, it's a two hit KO for most of the things you're going to be trying to take out, but that's a solid two hit KO because you're doing 120 damage yeah. and it's not affected by resistance. So, it's basically a guaranteed two hit KO. Um, I'm not, um, uh, I'm not crazy about this card, but I think this card is very cool.
1: Yeah. So what I like about this card is its ability. I don't care about both of its attacks. They're fine, but the ability to be able to rush in, that is both uh, Keldeo EXs and also Sotoark from Break um, ability into a basic Pokemon. Which is yeah. what is important here. So you're able to rush in. If it has a Float Stone, you can switch on to whatever you want. That is amazing. We already know by experience. KLD, this is basically KLDOEX. KLDOEX had an okay attack. Just like him. Uh, I, I consider Dawn Wings to cross Magic GX to have okay attacks. They're not bad. They're just okay. They're really situational. Um, But its ability, though, is all around amazing. So if you have a deck that depends on you to be switching around your decks, you really want might want to play a Dong Wings to Cross GX because it has your back using its ability to rush in and be able to uh, retreat any Pokemon you have that you need to retreat. How about you, R-Sigma? What do you think about our, way, our boy Dong Wings to Cross GX?
0: I mean, I always like Keldeo. So like, <laughs>
1: exactly
0: <laughs> like it didn't need attacks but to be fair i like this gx attack more than taking an extra turn <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> because yeah. it essentially gives you an extra
1: turn hmm? that is true so let's go ahead and finish this out with Palkia gx it's a dragon pokemon it's basic with 120 oh, i'm sorry 180 hp it has three attacks its first attacks Spatial control for one water. Move any number of energy cards from your bench Pokemon to this Pokemon. And then its second attack, Hydro Pressure for three colorless, 60 damage. This attack does 20 more damage for each water energy attack to this Pokemon. Sorry, I have the, the hiccups. And then its GX attack, Zero Vanish GX for three water, two colorless hundred and fifty damage your opponent shuffles all energies attached to all oh, to their Pokemon into their deck all of them Ho ho ho, ho. Weakness to um Weakness to what to fairy yeah, and fairy. uh resistance to none which cost three our Sigma tell me what is going on here with Palkia GX?
0: Uh, I wish it was a water type so I could use my Aqua Patches on it,
1: mm. and then I like
0: this card. <laughs> yeah, you yeah,
1: yeah, have a great point there. Yeah,
0: um, it's okay. I like it a little better than uh, Dialga because it actually uses those extra water energies that go on it, mm. whereas Dialga never cared about them. But I never want to use it as an attacker because it's a Dragon type Pokemon and that's never hitting for weakness.
1: Never had, never so hitting it, for weakness, unfortunately. So it's always
0: hitting for like mid 100 damage or something
1: like that so i i don't
0: care that much the gx attack is cool against certain decks but other decks don't care so
2: yeah
1: what are you basket
2: um again i'm upset that this is uh now the second dragon that only takes one type of energy (laughs) (laughs) i i'm sorry i think dialga and palkia are very weak in design. That's my <laughs> personal opinion.
1: Oh, that's totally fair. Um,
2: but I think they're both very weak in design. And again, they're uh pouring on the salt here because there's so many cooler dragon types. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um so uh the fact that um I mean, yeah, I mean Sigma hit the nail on the head. I mean, the fact that it's not a water type um and so you can't use Aqua Patch, means that it's going to be turns that you're taking to attach these water energy, unless I'm mistaken. Is 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 there some sort of good Palkia water accel- EX acceleration?
0: Can do something, but what Palkia EX does something with that? But uh,
1: yeah, but it's not even uh, worth. It's not, mentioning. not great no, unless you're water type, which Aqua patch will help you with. There's really not much acceleration that you can think of.
2: Yeah, so essentially, um, cool try, guys, uh, but you made the mistake of making this a water t- or a dragon type.
1: Oh, which that's will actually be the quintessential answer. Sorry, guys, but you decided to make a dragon card. In <laughs> <laughs> overall, yeah. because that's the problem. In the video game, dragon seems to be the overhyped, powerful type. In the TCG, it is the. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you need to be, you know, uh, <laughs> do we need to uh, place you on the special category category because you really are not that good? Um. So, but regardless of that, we've finished off our news section, guys. Yes, I know it only took an hour and 10 minutes for us to finish the news site. But I felt that we really need to discuss these new cards because they're so good. Every single one of these cards that we mentioned to you today are So good. Depend depend on the situation. doesn't matter. They're really good. So Ultra Prism seems to be a a set that will completely change Pokemon meta for the whole of 2018. So it is very important for us to discuss these cards now before they are even released. But with that, we're going to end our news section. Yes. And now we're in 15 minutes ahead. But we're going to end our news section and we're going to go over Topical Beach because we need to discuss London the international championship that went on there and what we can grab from there what we can tell from the meta what is going on what changes do we have let's figure that out but before that grab your flip flops grab your sun heads because we're heading to the beach it is topical beach we'll be right back
0: welcome to topical beach
1: Hello, hello, and welcome back. We are at Topical Beach, which means please feel the sand in your feet and the sun in your eyes because we're going to discuss what is the London International Championship and we're pretty happy to have them because we just being able to discover brand new decks out of nowhere that are just amazing and we really want to talk about them on this podcast so let's go ahead and do that. So... In general, though, we're going to talk about the what is the, <laughs> the London Championships. And it's been an amazing ride with so many crazy decks that are showing up that one cannot just keep up with. So, R-Sigma, tell me, what are the three main top eight decks that we can see in the International Championships?
0: We have Buzzwalls, we have Glyssipods, and we have a Metal Deck. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, we we do have a Glyssipod with Sodork, which is quite an interesting combination we haven't talked about on this show as yet. We do have a Sylvani Metal Deck. Which is surprising, and we have a God of War GX deck that it's not surprising. It's still there, but it's actually awfully fun that we can only see one of them in the top eight. So the main thing about this international championship is that it really did break about what we expected from this meta right now. We really expected to see a whole lot of more God and that's not the case. Fortunately. Because we only saw two decks that have Garborder on the deck. And they only had it because they were combined with Glispot. The rest, though, are completely new, amazing decks. So I want to talk about those. Those really good new decks that we're going to see. And let's start with the Tord Recklef deck. Uh, that he brings from Norway. That includes Sodorark and Galispot. So, let's talk about that one deck that won first place in London. Now, this deck includes four Sotoark GXs, right? And one um, Sotoark from a Breakthrough. Includes three two, uh, sorry, three Gwimpots, and two Glimpots GXs with three, obviously, Tapu Lilis and one Tapu Coco. With a Mewtwo from Evolutions and a Mr. Mime from Breakthrough. This deck is pretty interesting because it is not as what you expect it is to be. Now for those of you at home that don't know and should know at this time because that is such an amazing card. Soror GX has 210 HP being a stage one. Its ability to trade. Once you're in your turn, you may discard a card from your hand and and draw two more cards. So it's a consist a consistent Draw a card that you can depend on, and that's nothing to laugh about, but regardless of that, you still have two really good attacks. R- Riotis beating for two colorless, 20 times uh, damage for each of your po- po- Pokemon in play. So that can grow up really fast. And then you have Trickster GX. Choose one of your opponent's Pokemon attacks and use that as your attack. So it is really, really a very important card in the meta right now. Sigma, what can you tell us of the, about this Zoroark? Which you tell us about that?
0: It's just a nice set of strong Pokemon. Being able to attack for a double colorless on Zoroark is really nice because you're usually hitting 100. Usually. Sometimes you had a little less, sometimes you had a little more. Uh, Russians or Orc is still a thing that exists. <laughs> and yeah. it helps, and it makes Galissipod work a little smoother too. Yeah. Uh, we have Mr. Mime, which I believe blocks your spread damage.
1: Mm-hmm. As long as it's not put damage on. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. It blocks your Tapu Cocos that are attacking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's go with that. And then you got your Tech Mewtwo.
1: It's which cute. basically protects you with barrier or with anything that you might actually be attacking with.
0: Nah, you're just using the psychic attack.
1: Oh, really? What well, does psychic does?
0: I mean, we don't have psychic energy to use the barrier attack, so it just does twenty plus twenty more damage for each energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon.
1: Gotcha.
0: I, uh, okay. yeah, that's mostly for your, uh, Gardevoir decks that pile all that energy onto one Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> It just does a nice bit of damage and tries to get that KOs for your
2: big things.
1: Yeah, that's a good strategy. What are you, Bask? What is your opinion about Taurus Relax deck?
2: Uh, this guy is doing a much better job of playing <laughs> with Pod GX than I've been doing.
1: <laughs> okay. And I, 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 really, I realized that
2: Zorark is, you know, it's a Zorark deck. Mm-hmm. I realize that. But, um... I've been trying to find something to deal with uh um uh oh man, Gardevoir. Um <laughs> Gardevoir GXs and uh that Mewtwo was a sly little toss in right there. Yeah.
3: Um
2: <clears throat> but uh but yeah, no, I really I really like this jack or deck. It's its versatility is really cool. Um I mean it looks like something that you know if if a player was like hey i want to make a deck that can deal with everything in the format right now if i get the right cards in my hand and this looks like that deck that is really cool i really like the way that this deck is built and it leaves it leaves it open to just i don't know it's so much and it's is it's really cool i i haven't seen a deck like this that could um you know, really deal with any issue it came across in a while. Yeah. So this is super cool to me. Nice.
1: So I do have to agree. It's just such a wonderful deck. Swordwork GX, I knew it was going to good. I did not know the extent of how good it was going to be. It's a really consistent drawer. That's nothing to sneeze about. And the fact that Glissabot does really take advantage of the fact that of um, being able to attack with just one energy it is a very plus. So this deck made by Tord Recliffe. I have to congratulate you on your one uh, first place winning on the London International Championship because it's well winning. This is a great deck, but we're going to move on to the second one. And that is a deck coming from Sicari Cleveler. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's Crecler. what I'm going to say. Uh, And this is a Type Null type deck, Sigma. Would you like to walk us through this deck?
0: Sure. We've got three Type Null and three Sylvali GX. For those who don't remember, Sylvali GX has an ability that allows your basic Pokemon to have no retreat cost. Uh, And it has an attack for 120 for three energy. Uh, We have two Registeels from Crimson Invasion. It has the ability, it has the attack Turbo Arm, which is essentially Evil Tall's attack from back to yeah. them.
1: <laughs> exactly, basically, yeah.
0: We've got two Celestila GXs because, of course, those need to be here. <laughs> a Genesect DX, a Kartana GX, a Ranguru, Thelmise, and some Tapalel. Everyone... For those
1: who you don't know, Celestila GX has three attacks. It's first attack for one metal, two colorless, Rocket Fall for three plus thirty plus. This attack like does thirty more damage for each call in your opponent's active Pokemon retreat cost. And it's its attack, it doesn't matter. It's GX attack doesn't matter either for this. Continue on, sorry.
0: Um as a note, for our Silvali GX, we have access to memories, and the memory we choose to go for here is fighting memory for likely all those a work.
1: Yeah. You're 100% right. So, this is a really strong deck. I I know that I was the one in our review of the last set to say this. I just didn't see the potential of Sylvani GX. And I have to admit that I was wrong. I still don't see the potential (laughs) of Sylvani. I know that this one deck made it to top 8. Yes. But... Silvani, still, I don't see the potential, but it is still a great card. So don't take my word for it. I'm wrong. I know I am. However, uh, it's already stated that this is a great card to have. Now we're going to continue on to the other deck, and that is a Boss World deck. It's pretty interesting. Basket, do you want to take this one for me?
2: Yeah, no problem. So. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I just lost it. Here we are. Okay. So. Four Buzzwole GX, two Rockruff, two Lycanroc GX, two Remoraid.
1: Uh, Sorry, just stop you there. So those who listening this Lycanroc GX that is mini, that is uh talking about this uh deck is the Midnight Form GX, the one that allows you to do. It's kind of like a li- uh, Lysander on a Pokemon, where you when you play Lycanroc GX, you may uh, retreat, uh, uh force your opponent to retreat a Pokemon based on what you choose. So this is the Ligerard we're talking about. Sorry, continue on.
2: No problem at all. Um, Two Remorae, two Octillery, uh, one Zygarde EX, one Regerard EX, and one Zygarde, and one Tapu Lele GX. Mm. (laughs) Um, This deck is versatility as well. Yeah, it's Uh, nasty. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's great because um, the majority of the attackers are able to go off of uh, one energy right from the start. Um, and uh, it can be really nasty. It's really great. It
1: really is. It did fifth, fifth place on the tournament. And it really does show the power the fighting really have at the moment. Boswold is an amazing, great first attacker. Um, the fact that you can hit for 30 and 30 on the bench for one fighting energy, that's not even counting if you use a strong energy, which, yes, this deck does include strong energy. That means that you can hit for 50 on your active and 30 on your deck. And that's not even counting if you have a choice band and you're fighting against a GX or GX. That means you're hitting for 80 and 30 on your bench. It just overall does a really good amount of damage and like a Rock GX as a supporter does not stop. Behind that much because the fact that you could use Rock as a Lysander is an amazing, great, great, great deck to have. Such a good deck. I love this deck. I want to build this deck for you guys on our stream. And then again, shameless plug go to our Twitch TV slash The Pocket Podcast and see us there every Monday and Wednesday. And I'll have decks like this built for you guys. Anyway, continue on. Basket. Uh, I'm sorry. Our uh, Sigma. What do you think about this one deck?
0: I like this deck. It gets to survive on the fact that for some reason, we have uh, lighter Garbodor lists right now because everyone wants to be playing Zoroark's. Yeah. And this punches Zoroark's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. So, before we do end this segment, though, this is going to be a quick segment. We really want to spend more time on the Ultra Person cards than the uh, tournament itself. I want to do make a note that one thing we didn't see that much because it did appear but that not much it was god border. and i want to make a, a a note on that that is really significant because that means that we do have a really overall uh a meta that doesn't depend on abilities and doesn't depend on being able to knock out psyche pokemon and i really do enjoy that so, the fact that God Border only show up once in the top 8 and 3 times overall in the top 32, I really appreciate that. That means that this is a healthy meta and we're seeing so much more strategies and potential discoveries to do on this meta. That just blows me away overall. It's amazing. I love it. So, with that being said, let's move on to uh, who made... Number 16. And you might say. Just sure. Why are you talking about number 16th. On a tournament. Especially an international championship. I mean we always only specify. On the top 8. Because there's the top 8 decks. But no 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 no. no. We really want to discuss. The top 16. (laughs) And specifically this one. Because no one saw this one coming. And I'm pretty sure that no one talked about this. On any podcast. Around there. No matter what. This one is really worth talking about, and that is get this guys, a Heatmore you deck. <laughs> and I'm in love with it. Totally live with it. Please, please, Sigma, walk us through this.
0: Okay, so our feature piece of this deck is three Heatmores. And what does Heatmore do, you may ask? <laughs> <laughs> well, for a double colorless, You get to flip two coins, and for each heads you get, you get to pull a card from your discard pile back to your hand. (laughs) So, to support this attack, of course we're running Flip-Teenies, because that's Mm -hmm. back in the format.
1: Uh, to for support... those of you at home that do not remember the fliptinis, this is a really old-school card that's been reprinted a number of times, and it's super awesome. Let me read that for you right here. It's loading. Uh, Tinie 7 HP is not that bad, but Victory Star's ability once on your turn, after you flip any coin for an attack, you may ignore all results for those coin flips and begin flipping those coins once again. You can't use more than one uh, Victory Star Ability each turn. Continue on, Sigma.
0: Oh, okay. So now we get to... Well, we're also running a Durant.
1: Because... Mm-hmm.
0: No. <laughs> For our support, we have four Raichus from... Not Crimson Invasion, but Burning Shadows. Yeah. And it, Raichu's ability is when it evolves, it paralyzes your opponent's active Pokemon. Yeah. And you're also running four Devolution Sprays. So we can keep doing that. <laughs> with those items we keep pulling back from more. <laughs> this is a total troll
1: deck right this is the oh. mill deck uh a reminiscence of that uh warlord ex which we saw in 2015 u.s championships it is a deck re- uh, completely dedicated of you not attacking damage wise just your deck, your opponent's deck, wise. Where you want to make sure your deck, your opponent's deck, just hits zero as fast as possible. And the fact that this a mill deck reached sixteenth place in a meta, which is all about how fast and hard you hit, it blows me away. I love it, and I can't get enough of it. It is so good, guys. Um, I really wanted to share with you the um. The deck list would you guys so you can experiment on it and play on it. It is just so great. Basket, do you have any two cents to put on this?
2: Um I'm just excited that uh for a while mill decks were not an option. People kept trying, you know, with the different mill cards that would come out. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's fun that there's one out there right now in the format that can reach sixteenth place. I think it's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was 781 Masters and it got 16
1: Wow, breaks. that is <laughs> a big deal. I love it. So, let's go ahead and give credit where credit is due. I really want to credit our boy Sander, let's see if I can pronounce this correctly, <laughs> Wasik. I assume. Sure. Sander Wasik uh, took 16th place in the London International using this uh, Heatmore slash Uh, uh, Durant Raichu deck and I really do appreciate it. It's a great deck and I really want to see more of this going on. Now let's stop here guys because we could go on and on with everything happening in the meta I'm going to just ask you one more question before we go to Trainer's Mail and that is guys, based on what we've seen on this London matchup, the top 8 and top 16 what could we expect of the meta going forward? Is Gardevoir, is uh, I'm sorry, is both Gardevoir and Garborder done for? Or is there still a chance for them to be uh, uh you know, completely um I forgot the word, just be around. What do you think? Uh let's start with you are sigma What do you think about this meta in the London International Championship?
0: Uh it's a little awkward because Zoroark, I believe, can just one-shot Garbodor's mm-hmm. if you have a full bench,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's probably what makes it a little harder to play those. <laughs> yeah, um, right. And like, if you get your Zoroark shut down, meh. oh well, I can last a turn or two while I'm still, <laughs> and I'll be okay. Do you okay. think
1: you will see more Garbotoxin Garbodor's working out?
0: Like, I think I'll we'll see less Garbotoxin, especially. That's okay. Like I was saying, like Zoroark doesn't care, and Zoroark is what's taking over. <laughs> um, like You can play Zoroark in just about any deck that's playing a double colorless.
1: That's true, yeah.
0: And it gives you nice support, and it helps, and it can deal with Garbodor's.
1: Do you think there's a future for Gardevoir GX?
0: Uh, right now, I still think there is. We'll see what happens after the Ultra Prism set comes out. Um I still hear a lot of top players saying that they really want to play Guard of War GX because people despite the fact that a metal deck did well mm-hmm. it, like League Cups, I guess people aren't playing it as much. So mm-hmm. we'll see.
1: I really personally hate Guard of War. I don't know why. But um, <laughs> um, Basket, what are you two say? So we do see that we have a less amount of garb but a more amount a bigger amount of uh cards like Buswold uh, Sotoark and Galisbot. what do you think this means for the future of the Meta? Uh, and if London International Championship reflects anything of what we see in the future?
2: So, honestly, in my personal opinion, I think that what we've seen in the London, um, uh, I'm sorry, was it a regional?
1: No, it's it, the international.
2: International. Yeah. So, in big, the London big, International, big um, <laughs> one of the things that stuck out the most to me is that um, this is going to be an extremely hard meta to call because you have Zorark, right? Mm -hmm. That is basically trying to um, uh, be able to take on any deck that it comes across, right? And it has the cards to do that. Then you have um, Fairy, which is really strong in Gardevoir GX, but you have Steel that counters that right now. And then you also have Fire that counters that right now as well. So I think it's really interesting. And honestly, I think between those four decks, um, what's going to top and like in, you know, I'd say, yeah, like top 20, you know, anything that's going to top 20, it's going to matter what people bring. And I feel right now, more than anything like that I've seen before, it's a meta there's more if there's more fairy um, or if you're going in with a steel deck thinking that there's going to be more fairy because guard for GX, even though people are saying it's on its way out, it is still so fast and still a really strong deck. So I still see people playing that like no problem, you know, and if there's less art there, then it's going to thrive. And if there's but, you know. If there's not very much Zoar, maybe Steel comes in strong. But if everybody's expecting Fairy or, uh, or sorry, uh, Gardevoir, um, they might bring Fire uh, to combat the Steel that everybody else is bringing. So honestly, I feel like it all depends on the meta right now for each individual tournament. And I think that's really exciting because I think that's going to bring um, so many different uh, decks to each uh, tournament and I think that's really cool
1: yeah it feels right. open It really does feel open and it's a great, great point to end this topic discussion with how great our meta is right now. Now, with that, we're going to end our topical beach, and we're going to go straight to Trainer's Mail and discuss your emails real quick and then end with Pokemon 20 questions. So, with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, listening to us uh, rambling about the meta and the new cards from Ultra uh, Prism. We're going to go ahead and go to Trainer's Mail. We will be right back.
3: It's Trainers Mail.
1: Welcome back, everybody. This is Trainers Mail, we we discuss you guys' email towards us, which we really appreciate it. Let's go ahead and start with the first one, Basket. Take over. Take over.
2: All right. So this one is from F1V3s. Just wanted to drop a line with a suggestion for future episodes. One of the first I listened to was the one with Heidi Craig, and it is still one of my favorites. The amount of insight and just amusing stories was awesome. More interviews like that would be great. Big fan of the cast. Thanks again. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, F1, 3Vs. And yes, I have to agree. Yeah, that one me. was one of our best episodes. And I I say that with great, great pride because that was the one episode I was not in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I still love that episode because, yes, it brought so much great insight. Heidi brought so much experience. From her so decades old experience in CCG. I really want to have her back. That uh, I will talk to Gator to see if we can make that happen. But I also have to reach out to more experienced gamers out there. And have more interviews like that. I hear you. I listen to you. I agree with you guys. I will make this happen. So soon we'll have more interviews for you guys to listen to. Thank you so much f one v threes for your uh recommendation because I do agree we need more interviews in this uh podcast for sure so um thank you so much and also thank you for your submit your submission on the segment tax. I will not comment on them yet yet because I want more to come in, but thank you so much for your submissions uh submissions on your segment tax uh I love it bring more. So, let's go on with the next one. I'll go ahead and tackle the really V, our boy that always keeps us up to date on our Poco uh, TCG Facebook group. On all the Poco Beach news, the really V, he says. What's up, TCG crew? Evie here for another mail back. Kind of last minute, but taking last night to, <laughs> to Yashiro on the TCG stream last night. By the way, have you been there? No, you say? Well, friend, you you don't know what you're missing. You see things like the TCG gods cursing not only on draws, crazy fun new decks, and last but not least, our always welcoming chat. Uh, well, enough about the stream, and I have to agree, everything he said is right. Join us on our T, uh, TCG stream on Twitch every Monday and Wednesday, you're gonna have a blast. Anyway... Um. Enough about the stream. As we were talking about the uh, where PTCG could go in the future, like one uh, uh like one system, like the Switch, I bought up uh, about uh, I buff up what about our phones and just hear inform me why we're not getting a direct port on our phone. So he's saying like he brought up the fact that why we don't have PTCG on our phones, and I uh, answered that uh, on our stream. Uh, And I mentioned to him saying, like, the problem with the phone version of the PTCGO is that Pokemon PT, uh, the international company, decided, actively decided not to bring the phone app, uh, the app to the phones because they consider it to be too small of a screen. And they think that that will hamper the. you know, the enjoyment of the PTCGO on the screen for general players. I mean, us hardcore players don't mind, right? We know we see a card, we are, we, be, we being hardcore gamers, we know what that card does. But for general non gaming ones, right? If they download the app and they start playing PTCGO on their phones, they might have issues trying to read what each card does. And that's why they decided not to continue on doing PTCGO on the phone. But that's not the end of it. Let's continue so, yes, go go go. On. Yes. Because
2: I think that's complete BS. So I don't want to say the name of the site. Only and I, I've said this before on the TCG like way long ago. I don't want to say the name of the site because I don't want that site to get in trouble or anything like that. But if you Google it, you can find a way to put it on your phone. And it's extremely Android, yes. easy and it's amazing. And you can read everything. So Never. I think that's BS. I think they it, don't is BS. To, uh, it is BS to I don't think they want to allot the, the the money to doing that for some ridiculous reason. Yeah, but yeah, but
3: to um, it is defense, there though, and you're able
2: you. to use it. So I would highly recommend doing that if you are a fan and you want to be able to play on the go because if I had to sit down at a computer every time I played, I would never be able to play. Yeah,
1: And granted, what yeah, Basket what just basket said is exclusively for the Androids because there's real no way of doing it on your iPhone unless you break Your iPhone, you break it and
3: jailbreak
1: it. Jailbreak it. So, on the Android, though, there is ways to getting that app on your phone and it's not that hard. Uh, So, it's what Basket is saying. What I do defend the Pokemon TCG is like they're not thinking about you and me, right, Uh, Basket? They're not thinking about us hardcore gamers that see a card and know what they do. They're thinking about the average Joe, right? Joe Smith. That only plays the Pokemon TCG because oh hey it's free on the App Store. Let me download it. Right for them it might be an issue because they will have to read every single card that comes out, and in a tiny screen as a phone might be an issue. I'm not saying that they're right. I still agree that yes this should come to a a, a, a phone, but at least this is the what they're calling out to be the actual. Uh, reason why they're not doing it. Now continue on the email though. Let's go ahead and do that. It says as we are talking about the where the PC could go in the future, like one system to switch. I bought up what about our phones and you should inform me why we're not getting a direct port on our phones, which is just explained. But then said we could be seeing a watered down or should I say different version of the CCG. We know now, and that's what I was telling. There is rumors. There is some things going on. There's something behind the screens, where behind the the stage, where we are going to see a new TCG game, not PTCGO. There is a phone app game that is coming soon. We are imagining, suspecting that it's going to be in the lines of like the Yu-Gi-Oh game that is on the uh, on the phones right now, where it's a standalone. Game where um it's it's very different from PTCGO, but it still allows you to play TCG and collect cards, and it's completely different. So there is a plan to bring TCG onto the phones. It's just not PTCGO, right? It's not Pokemon Trading Card Online, um, uh, which would you could play on the PC, on the iPad or your tablet. It is a brand new game that is coming on and is possibly going to phones. Let me go ahead and continue this email. Um, uh, it says but. Uh, Then said we could be seen a watered down or should I say different version? Yeah, I got me thinking. There's a lot of people that play Pokemon TCG. I'm a fan of other card games and one that I play on my phone quite a bit is called Yu-Gi-Oh! Which we just is called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel. Um, Links. So watered down version of Yu-Gi-Oh! Or they are only let certain cards from over the years and cut the deck down in half says I got to say I enjoy it a lot more. Yu-Gi-Oh normal form I got to enjoy it even more than the Yu-Gi-Oh normal form format. So do you think we'll see a smaller format for Pokemon? Starting with an updated bass base set and moving forwards from there. You will be you will have main missions that you can uh go through and face NPCs to level up and unlocks cards and abilities, but you still have PP options. Well, guys, thanks for reading these emails. Uh, if you get to it, and I know you got, uh, it's kind of long. Sorry for the bad grammar and misspelling. I wrote this in a hurry. I uh, knew you guys were recording soon. Thanks, to you guys, and have a great day. For no worries about it. The really, thank you so much for your email, and you brought a lot of decent points. Yes. What you said is in the plan. So there is a new TCG game coming in. We don't know the details. We don't know what's coming in. But there is a new TCG game coming for the App Store. And we're waiting really desperate to see what it's going to be. It's probably going to be something in the likes that you just mentioned. Yu-Gi-Oh! Links. uh, Where it's its own game. Its own thing. uh, But it is definitely coming. And it's definitely not PTCGO. Um, Sigma. What do you think about... P.T.C.G. on the cell phone or this potential new game that might be showing up um i'd kind
0: of be interested in some kind of specialized game for a phone but at the same time i played dual links i played it for like two weeks and then i'm like "Eh, i want to play animal crossing (laughs) instead i need to free up the space this because dual links was taking up up... mm, a gig and a half of data on my phone
1: interesting that's that's important yeah
0: That's a lot of phone data, and it's just like, no. (laughs) I mean, it was a cleverly designed game, specialized for mobile, and I know that Magic the Gathering is also working on a digital product for themselves as well, because their current client looks like it's from the 90s (laughs) still. But it seems like the direction a lot of online card gamers are going doesn't affect me either way, because I'll still be playing this way, so
2: what about you, Basket? Um, to be completely honest, I absolutely hate the idea. Um, I think mm-hmm. they're wasting time. Okay. First off, I think they will make money off of this. I'm not... <laughs> I mean, there are people that are going to buy it because they're fans of Pokemon. Um, there are people that are going to buy it because um, maybe they don't uh, understand that it's not the real TCG Teaches them the right mechanics so that um, they can get into the TCG easier. Um, but personally, I think it's stupid because why would you create some sort of like uh, some other sort of meta when you put so much money and so much effort into creating the TCG meta and you have it available? It's been proven to be able to work on phones, and you can read everything, you can see everything perfectly. I do not understand why they're doing this, and honestly, it hurts. It hurts me.
0: Um, It would probably be used as a gateway to get people to be playing the actual game. That's what I was was going to say.
1: They're probably hitting that target where it's like the casual gamer.
2: That's totally fine, but I also think that um, uh, it's extremely easy to go in and just play the matches against the NPCs on PTCGO um, and learn. And as a casual gamer, you could just play that. Like, it's not hard to learn. They explain everything really easily. The AIs aren't hard to play against or anything like that, really. And um, uh, it's, it, I feel like it takes no effort at all other than, like, 30 minutes to get a basic understanding and play it that way so i don't know i mean uh if they create some sort of weird alternate meta based off of this or change game mechanics i think it's stupid i'm sorry (laughs) no
1: no that's a good point so with that we're gonna end this segment here thank you so much for your emails we're gonna move on to the last segment of the show which is everyone's favorite pokemon 15 questions so after these brief messages we'll return with that We'll be right back. Who's that Pokemon? And welcome back, everybody. Welcome to everyone's favorite. I know it's been a few weeks. I know a few months. I know it's been a while. But everyone's favorite Pokemon 15 questions is back, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Hooray! We're going to go ahead and play our co-host and see if they can guess the Pokemon that I'm guessing here. Uh, As you guys know... No websites, no internet, no Pokedexes, lower your browsers, nothing is allowed other than it comes out from your brain. So you need to figure out using 15 questions, what's the Pokemon that I'm thinking about? Rules, as you know, no generation questions, no um outside of game questions, so we'll no whether or not it, it co- comes out in hard goals or server, th- no. It has to be based on in-game questions alone. No Pokedex's number either, so you can't ask if it's the Pokemon around 200 and 250. No, no, no. You have to ask more specifically than that. So the order is going to be Basket first, Sigma following that. And I have my Pokemon right here, so let's go ahead and start game. Sigma, I'm sorry, Basket, what's your first question?
2: All right, my first question. Is it um, a dual type?
1: It is. Sigma, second question.
3: Okay.
0: Let's see if this one goes anywhere. Can this Pokemon hatch from an egg without an incense?
1: Yes. (laughs) Wow, that's pretty specific. Okay.
0: Um, I'm just getting rid of baby Pokemon because they throw us off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it's a basic Pokemon is what we got.
1: Well... If it hatches from an egg, it. Okay, so no, it doesn't hatch from eggs then.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, can it hatch from an egg? Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Without using incense. So that means it could be a rosary. Or Rosalia. Not a rosary. Rosary can't hatch from eggs. That's crazy. (laughs) Basket.
2: (laughs) All right. Um, Is one of its dual types uh, flying?
1: Yes. Ooh, okay. there we go. Sigma.
0: Okay, I think we should probably find out if it is the final evolution.
2: We should, yeah. Uh, That'll help a lot.
0: Maybe if, er, let yeah. Can this Pokemon evolve? No. Okay, so it's a final evolution.
2: Uh, that counts for mega evolutions, right? Yes. Okay
1: go basket
2: all right um is it secondary type normal it is <laughs> okay.
1: go for Sigma
2: hmm well <laughs>
0: uh, this is this is bad because there's a lot of normal flying
2: types. <laughs> I mean, it is, but also in the span of four questions, we've narrowed down both typings. So that
0: is true. Five we have a lot of questions, questions to figure out what generic flying type Pokemon this is <laughs> 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 yep. because normal flying is as generic as they come. Oh, hey, okay. so let's see, it could be kid. Well. No, I guess it can't be because you said you count nor- mega evolution, right?
2: I think I think our, our next question should probably be something on the lines of like whether it's a um uh whether it's a stage two or a stage one. Because okay. that will narrow down to like, uh, normal flying types.
0: Yeah. Is it a stage two Pokemon?
1: It is not.
2: Oh,
0: okay. Stage and one for
1: basket?
2: Stage one that no longer evolves.
0: So it can um, be a swellow? It can be. I'm sure there's more.
2: Um, let's see. Okay, so I'm thinking there's Rufflet and the
0: Braviary.
2: Uh, um, there's uh, there's Firo. Wallow. Well, um, 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 can you think? Of, can you think of any others?
0: Uh, I'm sure there are normal, uh, normal flying types. knockdown knockdown
2: get knocked out <laughs> oh man um well i feel like that's it
0: right They're so
3: generic Isn't it,
2: for um, well yeah but 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 most but most of the normal flyings they're
3: three they three. end in yeah
2: yeah yeah so um okay how, how can we narrow this down um Maybe colors? (laughs) Maybe colors would help. I don't know. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) Let's see. Two of them are brown. Two of them are kind of blue-red.
2: Yeah. Okay, so does this Pokemon have red in it?
1: It could, yes.
2: What do you mean it could?
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: Oh, Furo has that stupid red thing on its head.
2: Um, Well, but it also has red on its tail.
1: It does yeah. have red. Let's just leave it at that.
2: Okay, okay. We're not
0: going with shiny Noctowl, because Ash's Noctowl was red wing. Shiny's
1: do include in this, by the way.
2: They do?
3: <laughs> oh, yes,
0: so that kind of...
1: That's, yeah.
2: that's silly, because I don't know what shiny colors. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we're still down to to, to uh, Dodrio, Noctowl, yeah. and Bravery. Oh, yeah,
0: we do have Dodrio in this, too. Or
2: Dodrio. Yeah, Dodrio, Noctowl, and Bravery. See, oh, wait, no, because Noctowl doesn't have red. Right, uh,
0: he said Chinese count so it has red wings.
2: Oh, it does! Oh, dang it!
1: Um, <laughs> oh,
2: okay. Your,
1: your turn, Sigma.
0: Ah, uh, let's see. <laughs> you can
2: ask cause... if it has more than one head.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> That'll knock down one. Of them. <laughs>
0: Ooh, is a long. Let's see. Firo and Dodrio have long necks. Noctel doesn't have any neck.
2: Same thing with Braviary.
0: Yeah, those are regular necks. Does this Pokemon have a long neck? No. Okay.
2: Okay, so, <laughs> right. okay. Noctel. so Noctel or Braviary is what we're looking at right now. Or Swallow. No, because Swallow's. Uh, swellow has got
0: a red patch on it.
2: Swallow? Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm totally. Well, no, because. That Does it not have a middle evolution?
0: Uh, it's just a two-stage. Really? Yeah.
2: My mind. Okay, I don't know what's going on. I need to replay Gen 3, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, okay, this will narrow it down. Does it have the color blue on it? Or can it? It
3: could. it could.
2: Okay, so then it's either Taelo or right, so it's I'll, Braviary, I'll, because I do not believe that... Um, uh, Dadrio Did, was the other one? I don't think Dadrio can get blue, right? It's shiny. It does not have blue, correct? Or does it?
0: Uh, well, we got rid of it with a long neck, so...
2: That's right. Okay, so then what were the other... Oh, we have uh, ten
1: questions now, so Sigma, not- what's your 11th question?
0: Yeah, we got rid of Noctowl. Uh We have, okay. okay. So now we
2: have Swellow and Braviary.
0: Yeah. Well, Swellow glides in its sprite, and Braviary flaps. So, does this Pokemon flap in its sprite in Gen six and seven? It does. <laughs> <us.
1: laughs>
2: that was really good. I would not have thought of that. Right now. that was Basket. Awesome.
1: What's the question? All right.
2: Is this Pokemon Braviary?
1: It is Braviary. Congratulations, guys! <laughs> it is definitely Braviary. This is, uh, of course, number two hundred tw- I'm sorry, six hundred and twenty-eight on our national pocket axis. Braviary, as uh, Ultra Sun says, the more scars it has on its front, the more heroic it's considered to be. Those with many scars on their back are mocked by the flock. Congratulations, guys, on winning on the Pokemon uh, 1020 question, which leads to, sadly, this is the end of the episode. So let's go on in and finish this episode on all the to- all the ways you can follow us. Please go ahead and I want to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook on Facebook.com slash Podcast, and also Facebook.com slash Puckle TCG. It's our main um, TCG group. Uh, we also have a reddit where you can follow us on our puckle a uh, Tumblr at pucklepodcast.tumblr.com and last but not least make sure to review us on itunes each each time you give us a five star review it allows other people to find us if you have some money on your pocket that you can basically give us Please do. Every single cent that is provided to Paco goes back right back into the community. So go to patreon.com and begin a patron. We also provide a lot of prices. Now, right now, we have an a, a, a advent calendar going on for our Patreon. Please go ahead and join that. We really do appreciate every single head. And of course, go to our Discord and. Uh, just join us on a discussion. Everything Pokemon is discussed in our Discord and Poco Discord. So please do that. With that, I have to say thank you so much for our co-hosts for being here with me tonight and discussing this episode. Basket, thank you so much for being here with me.
2: Always a pleasure. So much fun. Thank you to everyone who listens.
1: Awesome. our sigma thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you so for being here.
0: Oh, it was a fun time tonight.
1: Awesome. And with that, you can already hear the guitar playing because it is that time, sadly, and that time is closing time. With that, I'll leave you guys. Catch you on the flip-flop.